Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast. I'm your host, Camarie Widmer, and today I am excited to talk about the noise. The noise in our heads, the noise that's around us, um, the noise of the world, just all the different kinds of noise and some strategies and things to try to help um, sort that noise out, to figure out what it is and how to use it to make you better and to help you grow and to harness it um, and to see the beauty in it instead of letting that noise create chaos. But before we get started, um, I want to remind you guys and invite you guys to next week's rodeokids.com monthly Zoom. Next week's will be free um, for everybody. And then after that, um, we are going to, just so we can have good quality guests and we can give back to them as well, um, Rodeo Kids. Uh, next level members and Rodeo Kids ambassadors will still be able to attend the Zooms for free. If you would like to attend the Zoom outside, it'll be $5 just to help us give a kickback to those in our industry who give so much to us and who are willing to share their knowledge with us. We appreciate them, we love them, and we want to be able to make sure that they get what they deserve. Before we get started is our Rodeo Kids Mental Game Clinics with Dr. Andy Wolf from Tarleton State University. We had our first level one clinic a couple weeks ago and it was awesome. I personally learned so much from it and I am implementing the things that I learned in the practice pen. I'm excited to go to the rodeo this weekend and work on them and do a jackpot and see and really put it to the test. But I already know that the different strategies and tactics and uh, things that I get to do now to help quiet my mind, to stay focused, to breathe, and to concentrate on what I'm doing in the arena so that I can perform at the highest level for myself and my horse was, I mean, it's a total game changer. So we are going to have another level one on December 3rd. It's a Saturday from 9 o'clock in the morning with a lunch break around noon until 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So it's going to be an awesome opportunity. It's fun. It's interactive. Like you might literally be on a table touching the ceiling while you're doing it. Um, So Andy's got all kinds of cool activities and thought-provoking fun stuff to help this stuff hit home and really sink in. And then for those who attended the first level one or the other level one that we have on December 3rd, on December 10th, we're going to have a level two. Um, So the mental game just like the physical game can always evolve you can always get better you can always learn more and they always do say that the game is 80% mental and 20% physical so if you aren't doing something to level up your mental game this is your opportunity able to attend the level one on December 3rd, but you really want to dive into this, we do have an option to watch the replay and go through the homework and do all the same activities that we did um, on level one the first time on RodeoKids.com. So you can purchase that clinic and do it virtually by yourself. Um, And then we can, once you sign up, you can also ask us questions and we can do a one-on-one call, but you can do that on your own at your own time frame if that's something that appeals to you. So you can check all that stuff out on rodeokids.com. Again, it's an awesome opportunity. It's mental game clinics that are online over Zoom for you to level up your game. Let's get started talking about all this noise.
Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast, where we empower youth to be their best selves through the values and traditions of the rodeo and Western lifestyle. morning. Good morning, everyone. I am Camry Widmer with RodeoKids.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to share it if this is something that hits home for you or helps you or uh, when you think of somebody else who could benefit from them, let them know about the Rodeo Kids podcast. Um, so today, I wanted to talk about noise. Um, I talked about in the intro about Andy Wolf's, uh joining us for the Rodeo Kids Mental Game Clinic Level 1, and I got to attend that myself. And so I've really been thinking about the different aspects of it and how I can level up my performance mentally, and it's been so fun exploring that. And one thing that he said um, is, don't get frustrated, get fascinated. And so as I'm taking my fascination to the next level, um, it's just been a fun experience. And I was listening to a TED Talk the other day, which I'm not normally a TED Talk person, but there's so much to learn in this world and so many awesome things to um, and different people that can offer it. So I thought, well, I'm going to see what the TED Talks have to say. And the one that I just happened to click on was all about sound. And it played so well into um, this mental game thing and noise and sound and how it can affect our performance in our lives. And um, this one is by Dallas Taylor, and it is called What Silence Can Teach You About Sound. And um, when I think about how it relates to rodeo um, and just anything in life really you know anything that we learn in rodeo applies to work to school to college to um, relationships everything is all interchangeable and so uh, I got to thinking about all the noise that we have at a rodeo all the noise that we have when we are preparing to compete between literally the noise from the announcers and the music that's playing and the banging of the chutes and the horses and the tractors and the traffic if there is um, um, the crowd if you're at a rodeo with a big crowd uh, just all of that noise the things that just come with the rodeo and then I got to thinking about our friends and our family members and um, our own horses and the squeaking of our saddles and the swinging of our ropes and the clanging of our rope cans as we're opening and closing lids and just all the different things that we hear. And then I started thinking about, okay, so that's all of the stuff like coming in, but think about all the stuff that we're thinking about inside and that we're having to process. Like we're having to process all that noise that and the chaos that's getting created from all the commotion that is going on in a rodeo. You know, if you think about a uh, regular, like let's talk basketball or football, all of the attention is right on the field, on the court at all times. All the players are on the sidelines at all times. We don't see people, you know, the players aren't warming up in the background. There aren't multiple events going on at one time if you're running multiple arenas. There aren't seven, eight different kinds of livestock that are in pens with people sorting them. No, all the attention is right there on the field in human form. And so we have a whole nother level of noise and distraction at a rodeo and learning how to harness that 
and realize that while our conscious mind is used to it, you know, we think that's no big deal. I can block out that noise. But what about your subconscious? You know, what about the things that you don't realize that your brain is taking in? Because your brain is amazing and it is taking in everything all the time. Your conscience is what your subconscious decides to let in so you can think about it. Um, I heard a statistic one time. I don't know where it came from. I can't promise that it's perfect, but it was something along the lines of where you really, your conscious is only actually 7% of what's actually going on in your brain at any given time. Um, So what you feel like you have control of in your thoughts is only 7% of what your brain is actually processing. So let's go back to all that stuff we just talked about that our brain is trying to process at a rodeo and it's like, wow, that's a lot of noise. Like the practice pen has a lot of noise in itself. And then when you look at a rodeo, man, we are faced with so much more noise, but yet we are the most... I'm not going to say underserved because I think there's people there to service, uh, but we haven't chosen the avenue of the mental game like other sports have um, in rodeo. And so I'm really excited as we continue to do these mental game clinics to see um, how people level up mentally. And I think it's changing, so it's awesome. So back to this um, TED Talk that I listened to. So this TED Talk was about sound and noise and the silence and how important silence is. And it started to talk about how um, in the 1930s is when music, elevator music, kind of started to become a thing. There was a pretty popular emerging musician. His name was John Cages. And he was really starting to make a scene in the music world. And um, he was starting to realize in the 1940s when all this elevator music was coming around and it was adopted into every kind of scene, you know, every shopping mall had it, every elevator had it, every everything when you're walking down the streets, like there was just noise everywhere. And he felt like people were starting to lose the option to shut out the background music of the world. This was in the 1940s, guys. Like, if you look at what kind of noise we have right now, when I just got home from the gym or I was on my way home, they were talking about on the radio how TikTok and social media is now being proven by scientists to be just as bad as some of the worst drugs in the world, like the addiction level of it. And in the 1940s, he was worried about elevator music being too much background noise. Um, So we are faced with so much more, Um, just to kind of put it into context, like he was worried about the world then. So Cage just went on to write a song that was four minutes long of silence. And people kind of laughed at him at first, like, why would you write a song about silence? You know, is it political? Is it this? Is it that? And they, you know, people were begging him and asking him, don't write this song. Like, don't do this. Like, don't ruin your career. And what it came down to is that he wasn't trying to ruin his career. He was trying to do that, but he was actually trying to serve humanity. And it was still considered a song because it was just a rest in a song. It's a musical term for those who are more musically inclined than I am. Uh, So this four minutes, uh, he would play it and he would just go out there and he would sit down and he would just shut his piano, the lid on his piano for four minutes. 
And his point was that when you're looking to listen to something, you start to hear all of the things around you, all of the music around you. Taylor, he went on to talk about his experience in an anechoic, anechoic, I think that's how you pronounce it, chamber. And that is a chamber that is, uh, it eliminates sound, nearly all sound. Like it's got all the acoustic new sound absorption and all of that stuff. So when you go into this room, you can literally hear nothing from the outside world. It's completely sealed up. And he was talking about how he had done this, but this cages had also done this. And he was trying to eliminate all sound. But what he realized is that there's always sound. Like, it was so quiet that he could hear his own heart beating and his own blood pumping. And that no matter where we are, there's always sound. And there's really no such thing as silence ever. But when he wrote the song, it wasn't about the silence. It was just about listening to what's around you and really embracing that. And... um, It just allows you to appreciate those sounds. So it was really interesting. Um, And he went on to say that, you know, the beauty of the sonic world around us, the opportunity when he would shut off that music for four minutes, it allowed people to reset their ears. And when we do that, if we choose to do that, we get to become conscious of what we hear. Because a lot of times we don't even realize what we're hearing because there's so much noise going on. And until we're in a moment of awkward silence when we start really listening to see what is going on, um, we don't know. So when we become conscious of what we hear, we can make our world sound better. And so... As I got to thinking about that, which was awesome, Um, if you want to listen to that, again, uh, it's a TED Talk. It's called What Silence Can Teach You About Sound by Dallas Taylor. You can Google it. I listen to it on podcasts uh, on Spotify. That guy also has a podcast called 20,000 Hertz. So if you're a sound person, go ahead and check that out. So I went on to think about, again, rodeo and how does this all – play into it and how can we harness this concept of silence and appreciating the sounds around us um, to perform better and I got to thinking about like there's been times where I just sit back uh, as I've maybe got my horse warmed up and it's a big rodeo Friday night Saturday night lights a big crowd and you just take a deep breath and you just appreciate that moment and the sounds and the crowd and the breeze and the humidity in the air in Iowa anyway, depending on where you're from. Um, But taking the time to appreciate that and really harness that sound around you uh, can be a total game changer and can help you reframe your mind to eliminating the chaos and the clutter and everything that's going on in your world that may be affecting you negatively or just adding that fuzziness in your brain and just help you appreciate the moment that you are in right now and harness all of the things that have brought you to where you're at. The first concept that I want to talk about with noise is silence and then taking that silence and just quieting our minds and hearing everything around us. Now, the next thing that I would like to talk about is the noise in our minds. 
and the thoughts that we have. So it's not actually like coming from outside, but inside. And the clutter and the chaos that we create in our own mind with all of these thoughts while our brain is trying to intercept everything that's going on. And how in the world do we quiet our minds so that we can perform well? How do we get rid of all this clutter? How do we get rid of all the things that people have said that are, we're running through our minds? Well, it's not so much getting rid of it as it is sorting it out. And one thing that I've started to do that's really helped me is be aware and be very conscious of like the kinds of music I listen to before I compete. I see more and more people as headphones are much more portable and easier to access um, and to ride with than what they once were with Walkmans. <laughs> Those of you who know what a Walkman is will get a kick out of that. But... I see more people listening to music uh, when you ride, you listen to music when you're on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is. Um, there's always sound and choosing what we put into our minds. And then when we have the choice, when we're like when I'm at the gym, especially I've, I've started doing this and when I'm working, I do this a lot more rather than having songs that play words like popular songs and what we hear on the radio, uh, what we listen to 99.999% of the time, pick out songs that are instrumental or classical, songs that don't have words. And when we do this, we still get to have the beat and we still get to have like the adrenaline uh, that comes from the right songs, like the pump up music, but we get to fill in our own lyrics. And when I first started doing this, I realized when I was coming up with my own lyrics, the lyrics that I was having in my head weren't the lyrics that I wanted to have. They were more negative lyrics. And I thought, well, is that because what I'm listening to on a daily basis when I hear music isn't clean? It isn't positive? It isn't, I'm relating music to depression and breakups and heartache and drug, sex, and alcohol, you know, what it, What am I really listening to? So I started eliminating that, and now I've got it to where when I listen to that music, I get to create my own lyrics. I get to create my own pump-up song. I get to create whatever it is that I need that fuels my fire, whether it's faith, whether it's for some people, it is pain and hurt, and that makes you want to go out and just perform and prove it. And that's fine. Harness it however you need to harness it. But make it your own words and make it your own motivational sound um, rather than adding the noise of what other people are saying, feeling, thinking, all of that. Just get in your own zone and write your own music. And this takes some practice. Like I don't recommend just going to the rodeo, throwing in your headphones, listening into some random playlist, I mean, like, I this is terrible. <laughs> I would do this in the practice pen a couple times when you're riding around and pick a couple songs that you know that you like. When it comes to the instrumental music, I also, I don't recommend picking songs that you know the lyrics to because then you're not creating your own lyrics, you're just singing along with the song um, in your own words. So pick one that you don't know the words to and create your own lyrics for that and let that be your pump up song. Create your own pump up song with somebody else's instrumental side of it. Uh, that's really helped me. Another thing, okay, so the noise in our mind, sorting out our thoughts and remembering that we get more control of our brain when we understand our brain and how it works. So it's big, it's massive, 
it's the amount of data and knowledge behind it is way, way, way beyond me. But I do know that I have gained more control of my brain by understanding that, yes, I only have control of 7% of my thoughts um, at a time. So I have to really be practicing all the time, making sure that the other 93% of my brain is getting fed good quality stuff um, and that I am surrounding myself with the people who create good quality stuff and knowledge for my brain. Um, So making sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people will change the noise and the chaos in your mind. If you feel like when you walk into the arena after you've been hanging out with your friends um, that it's all negative, that it's all doubtful, that it's all unfocused, you need to look at who your friends are and ask yourself, am I surrounding myself with the right people who create the right kind of, of noise in my brain or are they adding chaos to my mind? Um, are they adding chaos and extra? Are they loud? What's the loud voice in your mind? And make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the loudest voices that are positive, that are empowering, that are positive. And then the last thing when it comes to noise that I want to share today, and I just want to um, take the time to ask parents, what noise are you adding in your child's life? What noise is in your brain when your child goes in to compete? What are you thinking? Who are you surrounding yourself with? What kind of noise? There's like, I I swear, and I don't know if there's science behind this or not. Again, I'm not a scientist, but there have got to be sound waves or energy waves that come from our brain to the rest of the world. So if you are surrounding yourself with the parents in the stands who are gossiping, who are taking down times all the time and comparing and competing and in it for the wrong reasons and parents you know who you are you know that you do it and you know that it's not good for your kids um so if you're surrounding yourself if you are that person stop being that person uh if you are surrounding yourself with those people there's a lot of bleachers out there and you can sit somewhere else and when you stand up for yourself and who you are surrounding yourself with as parents you teach your children how to do that as well you teach the kids of those parents who those kids are getting driven crazy by their parents and when nobody stands up to those parents and says hey you got to stop that or removes themselves from the situation until those other parents realize that wow I'm losing friends over this what am I doing wrong um it's not going to stop until we all work together and we're honest with each other that won't stop so I want to ask you guys to be honest with yourselves with what kind of noise are you surrounding yourself with and when you go talk to your child or when you're on the way to the rodeo and you're talking over things when you're at the trailer before they run when you're making breakfast when you're feeding horses when you're right before they run what kind of noise are you creating in their mind are you walking over and is it positive is it reinforcing is it to the point is it direct or are you bringing that grandstand drama with you are you chit-chatting with other parents and I'm not saying that there's not time to do that at all I'm just asking you to really take a step back and consider what role are you playing while your child is developing the kind of noise that's in their brain are you adding the good to it or are you adding the chaos to it are you calm or chaos ask yourself if you are calm am I a calm parent Am I a chaotic parent and how do I 
harness this? How do I who how do I make it better? How do I understand this more? What do I need to do as a parent to add that calm to my child so that they can go out there and perform to the best of their ability? Um, so anyway, that was all just stuff that was really interesting to me. Um, I thought that as from a coach's perspective, what kind of noise do I add to kids? What kind of noise should I be adding or taking away? How can I add calm? How can I help them quiet their brain? How can I be a focal point that when they look at me, they can take a deep breath and be like, okay, now I'm focused. I got this. Instead of, like I talked about in my last podcast with my my dad, when I kind of look at him um, and we're working through that as when I look at him, I, I get nervous. I get I get distracted. I get all this other noise in my brain when I look at him. So having those people and being that person that creates calm, confidence, and courage. Like that's the person that I want to be for kids in my life. Um, so just ask yourself that. Um, ask yourself who that person, if you are that person. Kids, ask yourself if you're that person. Are you is the noise in your head the calm, confident, and courageous? Or is it the chaotic, crazy, and whatever other C word you want to throw in there because we're using C words today? <laughs> um, anyway, check that out. Look into it. Take some time to consider it. Try out the instrumental music. Uh, see if you can create your own lyrics when it first comes. See if the lyrics that you already have in your head right now, are they you up? Or are they pushing you down? So consider that. Guys, if you need anything, we have coaching calls at rodeokids.com. If you want to talk to somebody about how to handle your brain a little bit better, maybe you need a mental boost. Maybe you're looking for some drills to do because you're just at a standstill with your horse. Maybe you just need somebody to word vomit to because you're stressed out and you need to talk to somebody who isn't a parent and who isn't gonna affect you one way or the other it's not gonna be negative at all there's somebody to listen we can be that person for you parents if you're not sure how to handle a situation you are so important in your child's life you are their coach you are their parent you are the person that they lean on you are their provider and you have a lot on your shoulders if you need somebody else's perspective the coaching calls are for you too because we are all in this together and rodeokids.com is about all the family we focus on the youth but that includes the entire family so head on over to rodeokids.com Schedule a coaching call. Check out what we've got. We have our mental game clinics coming up on December 3rd and December 10th with level 1 and level 2. And on Monday, August 29th at 7 p.m. Central Time, we have our next Rodeo Kids monthly Zoom with Dave Duquette from Western Justice. He's got all kinds of cool things to share. He is doing everything that he can to preserve the Western way of life. He is passionate about helping kids and stopping the bullying that goes on outside of our industry that is trying to close us down. We don't want that to happen. So when we have knowledge and we can go in and we can help him fight that battle, um, it's an important thing for all of us to know. And it's very insightful and interesting. So join us on Monday. You can go to rodeokids.com under the monthly Zooms page to find that link on Monday, 7 p.m. Central Time, Western Justice's Dave Duquette. Thank you guys for listening. Safe travels. Good luck and God bless while you are chasing those gold buckle dreams. Thank you.